Hello, everybody, and welcome to Co-Creation Station. This is the podcast where we talk about the law of attraction, the art of allowing, spiritual magic, the mind-body-spirit connection, and how to best enjoy this mystical, miraculous, mysterious, crazy, sometimes confounding, but always incredible journey we call life. My name is Colin. I'm located in beautiful, sunny North Hollywood, California. My name is Stephanie Orlina, and I am a transformational life coach, and I am in San Diego, California. We want to thank you so much for listening or watching or both, however you're joining us today. We do want to let you know at the top of the pod that we often mention the names Abraham Hicks and Esther Hicks here. If you're not familiar with those names, Esther is a speaker and author who channels Abraham. Abraham is described as a group of entities from beyond our physical world who share their wisdom by speaking through Esther at workshops and speaking opportunities around the world. You can find out more about them online by searching for Abraham Hicks or Esther Hicks on YouTube, on your favorite web browser, or you can go to their website, abraham-hicks.com. Each week, we start our discussion from a different jumping off point here on the podcast. And this week, uh, I guess I had the jumping off point, which is something I've been thinking about a lot lately. And I actually put up a affirmation thing right above this computer screen that I <laughs> record in front of. And it says, remember who you truly are, um, because my what I've come to understand and I don't push this on anybody but it's what I've come to understand is that I am not only Colin the co-host of <laughs> co-creation station um, I am a spiritual being of divine energy that is connected to the universe in a very special way that everybody is and because I'm connected to that, I'm connected to the power that creates everything. As Abraham on her workshops videos, she says, you're, you're connected to the power that creates worlds. You know, the power that created the whole universe, all the galaxies. I just, as a side note, I found out this week that we used it for a long time. Uh, astrophysicists estimated the number of galaxies in the universe in the billions, and they have now updated it to it's in the trillions <laughs> it's like something like ten thousand times what we thought was there before and every and and every and, and, we're, has... and we're most likely inaccurate even now <laughs> yeah no now they know now they know <laughs> um, it's uh infinite <laughs> yeah. but, anyway, but i i think it's really easy even if you've come to an awareness as i feel like i have and i feel like as you have stephanie that we are these like incredibly powerful beings. It's just really, it's like a, um, it's like falling asleep or taking a drug that fogs up your mind. And like, I really think sometimes that I am, the only thing I am is this human being named Colin, who's like, yeah. oh yeah, all I've got is like my two arms, my two eyes, my two legs, my two ears, my brain, and that's it. And anything I got to do today, I got to make it all work out of that. And I'm already tired, so. I'm screwed. You right, know, like, I know. So like, throw up the hands and just <laughs> go back to bed and put the yeah. blankets over my head and say, "Fuck it." <laughs> and it's really helpful for me to remember that that is not who I am. It's who I appear to be. And we always go to my sister Kelly, who's been on this podcast and many times, and who's a loyal listener. Um, you know, should don't fall for that appearance bullshit. You know, like, but that's <laughs> Hi, that's Kelly. what. It, it appears that, you know, I'm just a yeah, yeah. human man named Colin. You're just a human woman named Stephanie. And that's all we, that's what appears. That's all we can like prove with visual evidence, you know? You know what I like using the analogy of um, 
as far as like a knowingness is, you know, when we're, so we're, we're here and I'm like, I've got my desk and, you know, I'm in this house and, you know, there's a neighbor next door, neighbor next door. Yeah. And then when I'm up on a hill and I can see from the rooftops and I can see the multiple streets, I have a different view and perspective. Yeah. Then when I'm walking and I can see the hawks soaring mm-hmm. and their perspective. Yeah. And I think of all the multiple ways that people can intersect and things. And there's so it's there's it's so big. And when I go up on the hilltop and then I can see the ocean and the bay and the mountains. And I think of all the people. And then I think of myself being down there. And that all I can see is my little circle of whatever's going on. And yeah. and I feel like that is just a small picture of what you're speaking of. Like, yeah. here I am, human Stephanie. Yeah. But then for me, and this has happened over time that I've come to realize I have this inner being that is who I really am. And I was projected into this human body and I'm living this life. But my inner being is also experiencing everything that I am now and is also experiencing everything that I've asked for. Because when it is asked, it is like I heard one the other day. They're like, Esther can't even with her humanness um, make the same how fast it is. She's like, even that's too, that's too slow. That's it happens so quickly, <laughs> you know, Yeah. and um, and it. When I think of that, I'm in awe and I'm not always in that state, but whenever I am, I'm just like, wow. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think there's, we have, the other thing about that is that we have this cultural thing where there's like, there are people on earth who are geniuses and um, super amazing at something, you know, when you look at, um, you know, like Beethoven or Mozart or whoever your favorite musical artist is, who you think is a genius. Uh, but it can also be like extreme athletes. Like I think of the guy who, you know, jumped from outer space and landed on the earth. Like that those are the only people that can do amazing things. Those are the only people that have any kind of access to like really awesome power. And it's like, no, we're all connected to that. You may not, you may not be a skydiver. You may not be a musician, but you have the access to the same magic that Mozart had that Beethoven had, that that guy that jumps from out of space has like, <laughs> you know, and you may manifest it in a very different way, you know, um, you may do things that look very different with your life, but the there's no limit on that, on the access to that, to that magic. And it's, it's like you say, it's like we get, we get caught up in this little thing of like, oh, it's all up to me. It's all up to me. I have to do it all by myself, you know? And that's just like never true. And as you say, when we, I, and this is something I learned from Abraham and it makes total sense now, but at first it was very challenging for me to understand and really grasp, which is that we don't have to work to manifest something into our life. Like literally we're so infinitely powerful and our inner being is so powerful and connected to the, the overall power that is so powerful that when we, have a desire for something that pops up in inside us somehow there's a there's a place which we call the vortex which is not in physical reality but that thing is already there so the 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 work it's already done it's already done yeah but the work but the thing is what people get hung up on is well why isn't it here 
why isn't it manifested? Why isn't it in my life today? Why don't I have the money? Why don't I have the new car? Why don't I and have And that's why that's the resistance right there. Well, how? It's not here. That's all resistance. Where if it was like, oh, it's already done. Let me just go and do my day. It's going to Yeah. show up. Yeah. It'll be here eventually. Yeah. Which is how, you know, if you think about it, like the planets don't have to think about like, well, how do we make sure we keep spinning perfectly so that the solar system stays in balance? It's like, We don't do you just any do. of that. Yeah. We don't They do just any do. of that. Like You don't the have sun. to think about how, Yeah. how am I going to make sure I grow my fingernails today to the exact proper, you know, length so that like you don't have to worry. How do I make sure I keep breathing today? I'm going to have to like focus We don't do on any breathing of that. all day today. Yeah. And, and yet, and this is, and these other things that we're speaking of, like, oh, how do I get my next coaching client? Or, you know, how do I um, pick the winning scratcher that gives me a $250,000 payoff? I don't know. And I don't have to know. All I need to do is, is attract it. Like, like we were talking about in last week's episode, go watch the train, go bask at the beauty of the sunset, go, you know, while you're working, listen to music that you love, appreciate those awesome clients that you're working with right now. Um, you know, love on their puppy dog. If you have one or your partner, whatever, just feel appreciation for what is what, and that is going to allow the universe to do all the heavy lifting and you, and I'll attract those things into my life. Yeah. And then the, I think the challenging thing for me and for just a lot of people is our, at least American culture in the 21st century. And that's everything I got raised with and educated with is that that's the opposite of the truth is that um, there is no such thing as magic. There's no such thing as a universe who brings you stuff. Um, there's no such thing as the law of attraction. It's just like you, like, if you want money, you have to go get a job and the job And thank God you will a lot do the of people, work. <laughs> thank God a lot of people didn't listen to that. Because I just, when you said magic, I thought of Walt Disney. Yeah. Just think if he hadn't have believed in the magic, Yeah. we wouldn't, I've enjoyed Disneyland in Anaheim, California, most of my life. I've Yeah. been there like, Well, the I don't other know. thing is, if, if you take those things to their logical extent, too, they don't make any sense. It's like, if you take, like, I'm just pulling this out of thin air, Beethoven's Fifth Symphony. Like really Beethoven just worked really hard. Like the, the reason that he created that beautiful piece of music is because he worked so hard at it. The whole reason is because he worked so hard. And if you ask people that, it's like, oh, well, no, well, he had talent. And it's like, well, what's talent then? And it's like, well, it's just a, something he was born with. Okay, so you're saying there's something that he didn't have to work for. Like I, I, I'm understanding he worked really hard at learning music. He worked hard every day as a composer, but you're saying the reason he created the fifth symphony is something that can't be, is just something in him that's just inherent. And it's like, oh, well, yeah, well, that's talent. Some people have that and some don't. It's like, that's not And true. I, I think that's why, you know, Abraham talks a lot. Like, this is the leading edge. The masses are not here. The masses are not thinking this way. Well, can you, for our listeners and viewers who don't know what that means, what is the leading edge? Um, I don't even know that I can really describe it. I think the leading edge is like this leading edge of thought. Like everything that we've been speaking about is like, there is something bigger than us that is working on our behalf. And these thoughts are the extension, the, the next thing that'll occur. Like, you know, like, like Walt Disney at his time when he was living was on the leading edge. He was taking thought beyond what it was in that 
mm. era. And so what we talk about here is the art of allowing, which is working with the law of attraction. And this is leading edge thought. Like so many of the masses are not thinking this way. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know the perfect way to explain it either. I'm sure Abraham does at some point, but yeah, I think for me, like the leading edge means those folks who are uh, manifesting, currently manifesting things that have never been before. And the folks that are not on the leading edge, there's nothing wrong with them. They're not bad people or lesser valued people or whatever, but it's just that they are stuck to, a, to an extent focusing on the present and just repeatedly generating more yeah. of what they have in the yeah. present. Things Regurgitating. Yeah, regurgitating. Yeah. And like your thing about Walt, Walt Disney World and, Walt, and Disneyland is those things had never existed before. We had amusement parks, but we never had things on the scale and the depth and the, you know, the detail of what he what he had in mind and then what he brought into existence. And think about it, anyone. I mean, even, you know, the Wright brothers who flew, you know, all these different yeah. engineering, everything. Um I love Wayne Dyer's quote. Sorry, I just the yeah, this. absolutely. But like uh, the flight was not invented by people contemplating the staying on the ground of things. <laughs> <laughs> well, and it, it goes back to what you had said in last week's episode about no, I'll 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 see it when I believe it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where a lot of people are are like, well. Yeah. You I'll believe it when I see it. And yeah. it's like, no, it's the reverse. Yeah. And that's the practicing of that. Like, oh, okay, let me let me practice this thought of, you know, like I've said, um, we've been reminded by Sarah. Thank you, Sarah, that, you know, we both have um, relationships that we really, you know, romantic partners that we really enjoy. Just mm -hmm. because I can't see it like I see this pad of paper doesn't mean it's not there. Yeah. Um, I get but, indicators all the time that it it is it's done and when I think that thought like oh yeah I have a boyfriend that makes me really happy and so that means my that thought is in alignment with my inner being mm -hmm. my inner being knows that I'm in a relationship that I really enjoy it reminds me of that quote too from Colette Baron reed who's designed a lot of the oracle cards yeah. that I use and is a medium also her thing about like 90% of what's going on is unseen <laughs> like what you're seeing is like that you know, is so mind-blowing to me yeah. and it's so true i yeah. love when i hear that because it's like oh dang it just yeah. like what i was saying last week about how you know when i'm sitting here and i'm looking around me that's my limited thinking that's the most i can see yeah. But when I'm up on a hillside and I'm looking around me, I can see my view is a lot bigger. And yeah. all that's there when I'm sitting here in this chair, I just can't yeah. see it from where I'm at. Yeah. And when that hawk is circling up in the sky, that hawk's view is magnificent. Just like when I'm sitting up on the hilltop and I can see everything below me. And that's even, that's just a tiny speck yeah. of what's on this earth. We didn't even go into like the planets and the universe and the... <laughs> we didn't even know. Like I love when Abraham says, we could tell you things that you couldn't even comprehend. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. It's, you know, I think that human beings 
at least my experience is, you know, we have to be able to make sense of things, you know, like, I feel like there's a lot of things that we do in life where we take shortcuts and some of them are necessary, you know, like, like if you have a job in a big company, you can't meet everybody that works in the company and get to know their entire life story. There's some people you're going to pass in the hall and go, that's Jack. And he does, uh, he's in IT and he works on the third floor. And that's all I'm going to know about that dude. Like, <laughs> I'm never going to like meet his family, whatever. So I understand that. So sometimes shortcuts are helpful like that. You know, it's just like, it's not, it's not bad, good or bad. It's just like something we need to get through our day. But there are times though, when we have, and I feel like that's how this whole culture of like, um, you know, I've told, I've complained to you before about like, just there's so much in American like television, especially in books and things, you know, uh, self-help motivational stuff where it's just like, um, you know, you have to, it's hard work is the only way anything you receive anything. Like everything comes from hard work. Every and that's single thing. so ridiculous it's like, because it's, it's so patently obviously false, but it's so prevalent and so many people believe it like like they believe the sky is blue it's mind-boggling well and it, it goes back to what you were saying earlier there are certain things that we don't that we just take we we just say them and we take them because we've said them over and over again over we've and heard over. them yeah. and we don't even question them even yeah. though if we were to it doesn't it's, it makes it's not logical yeah. and then there's other things where well i don't believe that because i can't see it or or that's not true. That's ridiculous. And it's like, um, no. Yeah. There's a lot of things that we just take for granted or we just assume. And they're they're re actually ridiculous when we look at them. Yeah. 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 And th there's another trap, too, that I think people fall into with that hard work thing, which is they look at there are people who I'm just going to pull this out of the thin air. Uh, just because I saw one episode of a show on the Oprah network about him. And I like, it's a good example. John Bon Jovi, the musician. Yeah. So he became wildly famous, wildly successful, very wealthy, you know, still is, um, still is wildly popular actually like decades after his initial success, still touring the world, still making tons of money. Um, now he, did he work hard? Yes. We can confirm that, you know, if you watch interviews with him, he worked hard to become a good musician. He worked hard gigging around New Jersey. He worked hard on tour before they became, you know, wildly successful. So yes, was hard work involved? Was it part of the process? Absolutely. But if you look at Bon Jovi's success and you say, oh, the only reason that John, Bovi, John Bon Jovi got successful is because A, he has a talent that nobody else has any access to, even though we know this a billion talented musicians in the world. We're going to say he's unique in that way. And also the hard work. So it's this unique talent that only John Bon Jovi and nobody else can have. And then just tons and tons of hard work. If you as a musician say, well, I'm just going to put in tons and tons of hard work and I'm going to get the exact same result as John Bon Jovi, you've got a big problem because John Bon Jovi loved playing music and allowed that in. Like whatever his vibration was, he allowed it in. Was the hard work part of it? Yes, absolutely. But it was not the main thing that unlocked that amount of success, wealth, fame, all that sort of stuff. That was his vibration. And if you're a musician 
You can be just as talented. You know, you're not talented like Bon Jovi, but you, let's say you have your own amazing talent that you believe in. There are so many talented people who are not famous and oh so God. many famous people who are not talented. Right. So I it mean, has absolutely. nothing I was just to thinking do. the other day, I have two people in my life. I'm going to keep protect the, the I'm going to keep names out of it to protect the guilty. But I have two people in my life, 100% could be on Saturday Night Live. 100%. Like they are as funny or funnier. And, and I have tremendous respect for all. I mean, I, I consider the Saturday Night Live comedians the some of the best comedians in the world. I'm not dissing them. But I have two friends that literally breathe words that are just like all day long. They're just <laughs> like you can't be around them. Do I know either funny. one of them? Uh, no, I don't think. Okay. okay. I was like, but, oh, I um, want to hang out with them for half hour you do you do because you will <laughs> laugh constantly which is what comedian you know and the thing is it's like yeah and like, laughing is an awesome thing to do to feel good and attract cool stuff but to, to go back a little bit to the, the thing i was saying about bon jovi is like if i'm a musician and i even if i believe in my talent and i work really hard if my vibration is negative if it's, it's so subtle if it's yeah or just those thoughts yeah it's not going to happen it's taking too long i'm not as good as they are mur, 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 mur. I, I mean all I of those say, are resistant thoughts yeah i when i was in new york and i had my band victor bravo we we would just bump into one band after another that they would have something really good happen i'll never forget this one band called reina maria they're from i think they're from north carolina and I love them. They were amazing. And like they got their, they made a music video and it was on VH1. So it was like this big deal yeah. that like they went from like just, they were touring and stuff and they had, you know, they probably pull somewhere between 1,000, 1,500 fans per show, which is a certain level of success. Yeah, that is definitely successful. But then they get this music video on a national cable channel, you know, whatever. They broke up immediately yeah. after that. And I just mm. was like, yeah, that, that, that tracks, you know, like, cause if you believe that you're not going to make it, we talked about this before, I think in front time, like, and then an indicator of your success comes, you'll be like, oh, okay. Or they're not down <laughs> for that. Some right. people are just not down for that. Yeah. But I mean, everybody, I, I mean, this is my thing about musicians though. Like every now and then somebody will say to me, they're a musician, they're in a band. They'll be like, yeah, I don't want to be big and rich and famous or anything. I just want to play my music. And I'm like, horseshit. Absolute <laughs> horseshit. It doesn't, it doesn't mean they haven't thought it through and that part of them really doesn't want it. Yeah. yeah. But I know there's a five-year-old in them that mm. saw a big band on TV or went mm. to a concert and was like, yeah. I want to do that. So, mm. And the problem is if you have that in there, you don't acknowledge it and you're just shoving it down, mm. that's going to fuck you as you go through your journey because you're going to be in natural resistance to what you're actually mm. going for. You know. Well, and that's why I liked the tapping because it brings up all of that stuff yeah. and I get to see it and then I get to tap through it and get neutral about it, which is so the art of allowing. It's just like, well, whatever. So for people that have never heard of tapping or don't know what it is. Emotional freedom technique. And it's um, tapping on our, the meridian points in our body. And it's um, connected to our um, nerve endings and our emotions are connected to our yeah. bending. So it, helps soften the resistance which i think is super helpful because like that thing if you're and again we're just using these examples but if you're a musician and deep down 
you you really want to be a big rock star and be famous and rich and all that but you also have this belief of like oh not me it can't ever happen and you're not you're you're unaware that you have both of those things those are the things that are determining what what your life is actually happening you know what's Cause going it's vibration, on right? Uh, yeah this vibration the of. tapping well i mean one thing of like when you've coached me through the tapping exercise i mean the one thing you have to kind of do first is identify you know when you think about this thing like when you think about your music career as an example what's the thoughts that come up and like really go in your mind and be like what's the sentence that comes up yeah and That usually it's something statement. like i'll never be good enough to be super successful as a, whatever you know yeah. that could be on that i'll never be attractive enough to meet the person in my dream you know like all yeah. that whatever yeah. and that's the thing that's helpful for me about the tapping in addition to you know the actual exercise helps you massage yourself out yeah. of that yeah. but it's also like a lot of us don't even until we do something like that where we have to identify what it is we don't yeah. even know we have that's the thing i mean not to not to criticize these musicians i've met but the person who's like oh i don't want to be big and rich and famous. It's like, you have two things going on that you don't know about. And those two things are determining what's happening. And you're going through thinking you're a little, what you tell people like, oh, we're okay not being famous. It's like, you're not okay with it and you want to be. <laughs> it's like. I want to say, I'm going to give out a shout out for EFT right now, emotional freedom technique, because we did a session around or two with you a few weeks ago on dating. And then you told me in front time that <laughs> I, you, I had a successful um, date. Yes. yes. So yes. holla. Yes. <laughs> and you're very welcome, Colin, and Thank the you. woman that you spent time with the other day. Thank you. Yeah. So. No, it's absolutely true. Absolutely yeah, true. I know. Yeah, I you're right. I, I thought about that when we were in the episode. Do I say something? Yeah. I'm like, uh, yeah, I'm going to say something. <laughs> no, you're right. And this is, this is really good that we talk about this. <laughs> Not just because I love talking about my love life on here, because I definitely don't. Um, but, um, like back when we did that tap tapping exercise and you can go back, whatever that is, four episodes and here, I don't even think it was that many. There, there were two. Yeah. I loved the first one. That was a great one. I've listened to that one several times. I should know what the episode number is. My apologies. And but then I mean, the one after that was where you actually did the tapping. Yeah. The, the week we did the tapping, like not only did I have a very strong vibration that was, um, I actually did write it down, but it was something like, it's too hard to find somebody who's compatible and local or something. It was yes. very pretty simple, mm -hmm. actually. Yeah. And I remember not only believing that, mm -hmm. like I think it was a nine or a 10 to start, but also believing that it was gonna be really hard to shift that. Mm -hmm. Oh, you were like, I don't like tapping. And I'm like, I just yeah. laugh because I'm like, yeah, most of my clients don't, but I just keep bringing we're it up. Literally, yeah, we're literally just a few weeks past that. And yeah, this past Wednesday. I literally think it was probably two weeks at the most. Yeah. So this past Wednesday, I had a successful <laughs> a date that went really well. And yeah. yeah. And now it seems now what I believed like 100% when we started the tapping or 99%. Yeah. Mm -hmm seems silly to me right and you can't really relate to it right right and that yeah. all that means is that the only thing that changed there was what was in my mind yep. my inner being knew it was silly when we did the tapping exercise so the tapping right. exercise is just to get my 
mind with a lot of program negative crap in it to line up with my inner being. (laughs) And that's what we're talking about, you know, like with the writing future as present, that is, you know, helping us get into an alignment, which, which is already what's already in our vortex, which is, is, you know, because what we're living now is past tense. Yeah. And so what's in the vortex is, and, um, and so all these things, the scripting, the tapping, the, you know, having fun with whomever, the laughing, you name it, taking a nap, all of that is allowing, getting us into a state of being in vibrational harmony with everything that is in our vortex. I'm trying to find in my uh, scripting journal here what I wrote, because you and I had a conversation about um, do we want to use the scripting on, you know, how many people uh, watch you? To the oh, podcast. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. And it was so funny because I was like, do you, do you think, do you want us to get like more viewers and listeners? And you were like, <laughs> hell like, yeah, yes. I do. <laughs> And I thought that was so cute. You were like, oh, I just want to make sure like we're on the same page here. And I'm like, uh, yes, because you were showing me your vision board. Yeah. You had created a vision board and it had co-creation station on there with like, I don't know if it was 10,000 views or 10,000. It was something. And I'm like, uh, that's super cool. I like that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, And I just pulled random. Yeah. I just pulled like, I just selected a random video that had thousands of views and I just put it on my vision board. Because I didn't know, I mean, I think I have a lot of resistance around things like, I mean, obviously it's, it's affected my music career as well. It's like, I think I uh, have limiting beliefs around like how many people will be interested in stuff I create, you know, which again, all up here, yeah. you know, not yeah. true at all, yeah. but, um, but I believe it. So I'm manifesting it for now. Yeah. Um, but I did, so we did say that we we wanted to work, use scripting to get more listens and views really as a way for us to have more fun with more people and for more people to be helped. I think right. that's genuinely what we're just trying to do. And we do so, like to see the numbers. I mean, come on, let's be honest here. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think the healthy, because I mean, that's the thing. There's definitely an unhealthy thing for me in the numbers. That's like, part of my, uh, you know, my older struggles with self-esteem wanting the numbers to make me feel better about myself as a person. So I'm very cautious about that. That's why I was mm-hmm. like, I don't even know if I want us to get a thousand views on YouTube because I don't know if that at first, I didn't know if that was, is that me really wanting to help more people and have more fun and be appreciated more, which I think appreciation is fine. Or is that my ego and my will and my belief saying, well, I need numbers to feel validated as a person. Cause I feel like I'm not doing that crap anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think, yeah, you're right. I think it's not just helping. It is helping people and it is having fun with people. But I think it does also like appreciation. It shows that the magic that you and I do every every Monday morning for people is getting a response. And I think there's a healthy thing about that, um, that that's completely fine to go after. Um, so what I put in, cause you, so we, but we did say though, that we should sort of do that thing about starting with a cup of coffee, like that method Yes, yes. is if you and I are both like, we want a video with a million views, Yeah. it's like, 
Nope. <laughs> it's not too big for our inner being. It's definitely yeah. not too big for the universe, yeah. but it's too big for our current beliefs. Right. You know? Exactly. We have to tap our ways out of yeah. that. Yeah. So we <laughs> yeah. said 50 and I wanted to be a little more specific because it's like, well, we could take 10 years and get 50 views, which we've already done yeah. on a particular episode. <laughs> um, in fact, our first episode has hundreds of views. Yeah, it um, does. Yeah. And it hasn't been 10 years. It's been what, yeah. three? <laughs> So what I wrote down, and this was, for, I think I wrote it on multiple days, but I wrote it on Monday, January 15th, 2024. Today, the day we're recording this is Sunday, January 28th. And I think you're going to be hearing this in a week or two, if you're or watching it. Two um, weeks. But yeah. what I wrote is I want the video. Well, I'll go to the knowings. I know that the season seven, episode 12 of the Co-Creation Station podcast will have 50 views or more on YouTube by January 31st, 2024. So next week, I'm not going to check today because I, <laughs> I can feel the resistance. <laughs> but I am going to check after, we'll check on February 1st. And then when we record next week, <laughs> okay. we'll record the results. And you can help us by <laughs> helping us allow, uh, allow in. I know one of them I added to. I don't think it was 12. I think it was 11. So I think 11 is the one where we had decided, okay, the next episode, we're going to do the tapping on the mm -hmm. dating stuff. So, yeah. but um, that was a, I love episode season seven, episode 11. I hope, that, I hope I'm correct in that. But um, yeah. Oh, so you, you had episode 11 is the one that is going to I was just saying that that is the one when I listened to it, because Sarah said that was a great episode. And I'm like, oh, let me check it out. And then I listened. I'm like, oh, my God, that was so good. And then I listened to it multiple times. I think part of the reason why I loved it is because I talked about the David energy and the Ben energy and my experience at the resort that day as I was leaving, meeting that the um, bellman named Ben and then just being reminded of like, yeah, it's done, girl. Like, chill out. You're on your way. So I set up to 11 I said episode 12, you said episode 11. So we'll see if we could both manifest. I'm just saying that I love that one. <laughs> and I've added to it because I've listened to it multiple times on the podcast. Yeah. But um, that's all I'm saying is that I I cool. really like 11. So well, but, we'll, um, see. We'll, we'll see what happens with that. <laughs> uh, uh, thank you so much for joining us today. We're so happy that you were here with us. Um, remember that at this point in February, well, for you, it's now February. 2024 we're posting a brand new episode for you every single monday morning we truly appreciate you doing whatever your platform allows you to do to support us and help other people find us all our social media links and our email address are down in the doodly do of the, uh, <laughs> the description of the youtube version of this episode you can also find our patreon link there if you click on the patreon link it's a really cool and fun way to uh just donate a little bit every month to help support the podcast financially we'd be very grateful to you if you do that and we want to wish you a happy and abundant week. And we look forward to you joining us again on the next episode of Co-Creation Station. Bye, everybody. Bye.